<laughs> if you genuinely think drinking Strongbow is better than eating an avocado, you've got bigger yeah, issues with your weight. The problem thing when you explain things like that, you've got to be careful because if you sugarcoat it, the chances that they're going to eat it. <laughs> Scott McLaughlin and Colin McGibbon in association with Just Train and a ton of coffee where we get together each week to talk health, fitness and some absolute nonsense. the toilet, toilet. <laughs> <laughs> just switches off <laughs> weird sex pests just to clarify pouring coffee delicious packed coffee, coffee. Mm. <laughs> tint, tint. Um, help yourself mate thank you um, yeah. yeah hello welcome episode. back we're back to for episode three, three. change of venue today we're in my house in my kitchen not in the gym listening to Brian fart and shows his tiny tiny ginger penis Although that's, so that's nice. With that in mind, I've just put my phone on airplane mode so he can't send us any pictures. <laughs> well, that's a joke, actually, yeah. Because um, he probably would. Um, yeah, what's the chat today then? What's been happening? Episode one went live this morning. Woo! Check it out, people. 25 listens already, seven subscribers. <laughs> 25. Let's see if we can get double figures for subscribers. <laughs> We're doing no too bad already. It's all good, um, all good. I actually met one of the subscribers last week, came into the gym. Was it your wife? It wasn't, no. No, no, okay. She's not subscribed yet. Uh, what? <clears throat> I think that's divorce material. Custody. Right sort it. It was John. Who Your wife's John? No, my wife's not John. All right, okay, no, sorry. Your members called John. Ah. Good friend John. All right, okay. Uh, my friend John. No. Good friend John. Good friend John. Good friend John. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Bald I don't John. know. No, no, man. Um, <laughs> gym nicknames in it. Yeah. <laughs> Bald John. <laughs> Fat Ginger Brian. Fat Ginger Brian. That's been toned down to be fair. Yeah. He's usually so, much worse. First week we discussed <coughs> dudes wearing weightlifting belts and weightlifting gloves. Which is fine in the right circumstances. Well, the belts are gloves. Yeah, no gloves. Just established them. Yeah. And episode two, which will be out this time mm, next week. Next Monday. Yep. Yeah, next Monday. Covered training partners. Are they good? Are they bad? Or are they just a general pain in the ass? <laughs> All of the above. Which is, yeah. <laughs> this week... I thought we'd actually do something a little bit more, almost a little bit more educational. Right. Since the, first two, since the first two episodes was really just us talking absolute nonsense. <laughs> Basically just Brian, getting levels in the microphones. Oh, Brian's <laughs> running about naked in the background of the gym. Um, so, question I get asked as a PT and a trainer again and again and again and again is, how can I lose weight? Oh, I want to lose weight. I want to drop 10 pounds. And what happens is you always get it at the beginning of every year in January, folks want to lose weight because they've eaten 25 selection boxes over Christmas. <laughs> you then get it 
again you'll get the same queries around about March, April when somebody has just been to their local what's the shop called for your booking holiday? Tour operators? Uh, travel agents. Travel agents, that's the one. Tour operators. <laughs> <laughs> Like if you're going on old people's bus tours, uh, saga tours. <laughs> <laughs> Don't laugh, I'll be 40 next week. It's going to happen soon. I'm only 38 next week. Happy days. Suck it. <sighs> so, what happened is they'll book their holidays around about April, March, April, and yep. then they'll, they'll look in the mirror and go, oh, don't like what I see, I need to lose weight. Then what will happen is, well, cool for the summer. Then, around about August, September time, kids go back to school. All the parents saying, oh, I've got a bit of free time again. Oh, I want to invest myself. So you get that spike again. People Hit the want to gym. Hit the gym, get the classes going, happy days. Then around about October, November, they've got their Christmas night out booked. And all of a sudden, they're going shopping for that little black dress, yep. which I'm pretty sure Brian looked for fantastic, fantastic in his. He ginger nips poking out, lovely. Big ginger hairy breasts from <laughs> Brian, absolutely fantastic. They're not that big, he needs to bench more. Um, so yeah. it happens three, four times a year. The problem is most folk are self-sabotaging and kind of today's topic is behaviours and consequences. Ooh, Ooh. fancy pants. Sounds fancy. Like Sounds it. educational. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I wouldn't go that far. So, behaviours and consequences. Yeah. What What would you define as good behaviour training-wise and is there any one thing that's just sustainable? Because that's the thing where people, like, people will go through those phases you said where they'll absolutely smash it January every gym in the country up and down the land is rammed with people and then they'll absolutely tank it for about two weeks five days a week smashing it and you just burn themselves out yeah so is it it's about kind of getting long term sustainability isn't it we'll just find yeah. plans that work yes. and just that, that that make it doable so you're not just going to burn yourself out and just and then go oh knackered oh do you know what I'll just leave it for this week I've smashed it the past two weeks I'll take a week off and, and then relax and then that's the slippery slope isn't it people yeah. then go oh right oh. Ah, and it's the same we've, we've all done it yep. and anybody that says you haven't they're lying the thing that gets me is the fact that I'm going to sound really cheesy here <laughs> more so than normal not for the first time for those that know me <laughs> and it's sound like some really shitty motivational Facebook or Instagram post it's Motivation's temporary, so folk look in the mirror and they go, oh, I don't like what I see, or they try on a pair of jeans, and oh, I don't, I'm just too fight. Or they might get a wee slap in the belly at the gym. <laughs> and think, I've had enough of this. That, <laughs> we should elaborate here. That was in reference to me getting my belly slapped by Colin the other day there, as he's choking on his coffee. That was a filter though. In fairness, it was just a friendly pat while you were stretching. I did feel like the Pillsbury Dome man. And <laughs> you did then later send me a message. Yeah. <laughs> being yeah. quite upset about it. So that's my motivation. But the problem is, motivation, like these Facebook and Instagram motivational posts, motivation's temporary. It's mm. at the moment, it's that quick fix yeah. of, yeah, I'm going to do this. And then one day later, they've had a shit day at work. They've come home, they're tired, they're grumpy. They've realised that they've got nothing in the cupboards for cooking. And that motivation, 24 hours previously of, I'm going to get a hold of my, get a grip of my life, going to change it all, I'm going to lose weight, is now turned into an exercise regime of a couple of swipes on their phone to just eat, <laughs> order a takeaway. <coughs> and it's short-lived. So, motivation, short-term, discipline and dedication. It's what it's long-term. Mm-hmm. The, the interesting bit of behaviour stuff is that it's about, if you want a positive, we talk about consequences, 
most people will naturally think it's a negative thing. Mm-hmm. But consequence of eating healthy and eating in a calorie deficit in a healthy manner, well, you, you'll lose weight. Mm-hmm. Consequence of <coughs> saving money, if a problem happens, you've got the money there. Consequence of not drinking a ton of alcohol at the weekend is you don't get a hangover. So yeah. there's positive consequences. They're not positive, they're not. They can be positive, they can be negative. Yeah, as you say, though, in, in everyone's head, if you say the word consequences to someone, you just immediately think negative. Yeah. I mean, like, what's the consequences of this action? Yeah, I mean, even if you look at look at the kind of West of Scotland culture, you ask, mm. some, you ask some people, hey, how are you? They'll reply, not bad. <laughs> so they're kind of almost programmed to be negative. In fairness, that's better than a lot of people that ask. Like yeah. I teach with a lot of people whose first response is, hey man, how are you doing? <sighs> well, it's like, ah, oh, I don't care that much. And you automatically think, I wish I hadn't asked. Yeah. Do you know what? Well, funnily enough, I was talking about, I was, um, I was speaking to one of my daughter's dad's not my daughter's dad's, my, my daughter's friend's <laughs> dad. Dads, my daughter has multiple dads. No, I was speaking to my daughter's friend's dad when we were picking him up from school the other day he's a lovely guy um, just like super happy guy all the time you know he's one of these guys just like upbeat all the time and we were talking about this he's like you're a bit like me because anytime he comes up he's like hey how you doing man I'm like aye great how are you and he's like I, I, you totally respond to that because if you speak to someone who's like oh, you it drags know, you down it drags you down whereas if you go up to someone and you're like, how are you doing, man? You're like, ah, brilliant, man, how are you? Immediately, you're kind of yeah. like, yeah, cool, here we go. This is good to get some decent chat. Yeah, whether, you're, whether you're great or not, it doesn't matter. And it's the kind of whole thing about, this will be another thing, like bioenergetics and stuff. And about Sorry, the kind of Bioenergetics. Like, no, if you, you go into a room full of miserable folk, yeah, they'll drag your energy down. You go into a room full mm. of positive, yeah, they'll pick you up. Absolutely. And again, it's like the good old last week's episode talking about training partners, so they can yeah. pick you up. If you're feeling a wee bit, pff, look, today, Colin came in the gym, I joke, well, if we get our PB on our back squat today, we don't need to do it next week. If we're feeling good, Colin's response was, ah, that's not happening today. Mm-hmm. Half an hour later, 160 kilos, mm-hmm. 170, and 180. Whoop, whoop. 20 kilo, personal best, on his back squat, one week early. Thank you. Just from myself and Brian shouting absolute abuse at him. <laughs> it, was, it was good today, actually. I guess that is harking back to what we were talking about last week. Having that wee team. Yeah. It was just a good laugh because mm-hmm. I mean you have we're having a bit of a carry on. It's not like super serious training time, but at the same time it is. You're training properly, mm-hmm. but at the same time in between you're having yeah. a chat and a carry on, and there is that element of just banter that keeps you going. Because that's exactly it. Like when I went in today, it was like, ah, my back's a bit tight. Yeah. I've been gigging all last week, and I've been in the car and all the rest of it, and it's just it wasn't feeling particularly great. Yeah. But then it just gets you through. Well, and then, the plan. Yeah, we'll see how it goes. Yeah, the reps look good. I'm like. Self and Brian watching, oh, that's looking fast, that's looking strong. Yeah, that totally Solid helps, man. Yeah, well, and it gives you that wee bit of confidence. Yeah. And it's the kind of energy breeds energy. and Without a doubt. And it's, and again, those behaviours rubbed off onto you and the consequences were you get a 20 kilo PB. Mm-hmm. I'm seven, very happy with seven that. Seven days ahead of schedule, yeah. so happy days. Just to clap the schedule thing, it's myself and Scott's birthday next week, both on the same day. So all the cool kids. All the cool kids. On 26th, 26th of, March. of March, feel free to send gifts. 12 listeners out there. Um, so the what was the plan initially? 160 back 160 squat. 160 back squat. 180 deadlift. 180 deadlift. We did the bench thing before Christmas. We've we done the bench before Christmas. Good. We've got PB on incline bench as well, which wasn't yeah. planned, but it was just byproduct of the kind of shoulder work and flat bench. Yep. So, so we've got one week ahead of schedule, both of us. Yep. You did 160 today, right? Yep, 160 today. All good. Means we can just take the day off next week and eat all the cake. I would say we could go to Denny's and eat pancakes, but <laughs> the chances are, with their absolute shocking service. <laughs> We won't. 
So, I think it, but uh, yeah, back to the point. Back I was going to rail on Denny's for a while there, but we'll leave it for another. That's time. a whole. <laughs> That's an hour-long podcast. That then get me started. Which is still <laughs> half an hour less than their waiting time for a seat. So, behavior consequence. Right, typical one is people want to lose weight. Mm-hmm. So, the behaviors around weight loss is a really, really interesting one, and the majority of folk are self-sabotaging. They're, they're kind of they're their own demise in terms of how they're going to succeed and it never works the simple being the behaviours do not set them up for success um, the best way to look at it is somebody oh, I don't understand I eat really well all week but and then comes Saturday and it's always that when it comes Saturday that's when it seems to all go wrong all bets are off yep it's gone and they'll talk about but I only have a few drinks on a Saturday and they can't get their head around it as to why only having a few drinks on a Saturday stops them from A, losing weight, but B, actually gaining weight, and they can't get their head around it. Now, if we take typical scenario, and any time we've ever kind of, kind of caught for a, for a beer or a whiskey, mm-hmm. there's always been food involved. Yeah, that's the thing, isn't it? If anybody knows my wife, Kirsty, you'll know she is the hostess with the mostest and a little bit more. Other than the raw chicken that time. Other than the chicken that she forgot to cook that <laughs> night for the yeah. That chicken was delicious once it was cooked. Once it was cooked, phenomenal. <laughs> but Sorry, Kirsty. That night was a perfect example. What mm. did we planned? You and Jerry. Yep. Who decided we're going to come up to the house. We're going to have a wee whiskey night. Mm-hmm. It turned into quite a big whiskey night. With a severe hangover the next day. Uh, but I didn't feel too bad the next day. Jerry was working, we weren't. Yeah. Yeah, he was cheating next morning, wasn't he? But... You guys came up to the house thinking, we're just going to a couple of whiskeys. Yep. And Kirsty, being the hostess with the mostest, had made a monstrous plate, not probably not like a tray, chicken satay. <laughs> she had put on basically a guy's version of afternoon tea, <laughs> like cakes, donuts, chocolate, <laughs> crisps. It was phenomenal. That's right. But taking that for example, if we're eating clean the whole week. Yep. Uh, most people were going to recommended either a one two hundred calorie deficit in order to lose weight. So over a six day period, for taking that, if we even just go with a hundred hundred um, calorie deficit over six days, master mathematician six times one hundred is. Wait, I'm a drummer. With a drummer I'm up to count four. Wait, I need to take my shoes off. Six hundred. Six hundred calorie deficit. Now, Kirsty's plate that she put out for us. <laughs> I think on each level of that, kind of guys' afternoon tea probably had about twelve hundred calories <laughs> in each tray, and we tanked a lot. Gains, and then we had more crisp later on, and more whiskey, and the chicken satay as well. Yep. And <clears throat> you can look at folk that will go, oh, but I don't understand. I mean, I've been really, really tight, really strict my diet all week. I only had a few drinks on the Saturday night, but it's not just a few drinks. If you even have one big pizza. Mm-hmm. That could be, there's some pizzas out there that you can get even from like Tesco's you're talking about a thousand calories in the pizza so just from that one meal you've now put yourself back into a 400 calorie surplus mm-hmm. you do that over 52 weeks of the year that's a shitload of calories yep. extra in the body and yep. there's your weight gain right there and it's most people look at the they look at the small problem rather than the behaviours Yeah. so if you look at I'm just having a couple of drinks with my pals tonight. I'm going to end up having a few drinks. Oh, I can get some munchies. 
But the problem is, you have some munchies, you're now into a calorie surplus for that night. And you might think, well, that's only one day and you can rein it back in. But what happens is, you then wake up on the Sunday. Yeah. With what? Hangover. Stinking hangover. Rough, you feel hungry. like shit. What do you do when you're hungover? You eat, eat. through it. So you think to yourself, you wake up, do you want porridge? No. No. Do you want like maybe some eggs and avocado and toast? No. No. You want a fry up. Greasy. Big greasy fry up just to soak up the booze from the night before. Yep. So you have that. Boom. There's your calorie target done for the day Mm -hmm. and a little bit more just by breakfast. Yep. You're then sitting going, still feel crap. So what happens about mid-afternoon? You get that slump again. Mm Mm-hmm. And then what do you do? Ice cream, pizza, <laughs> Chinese, a ton of iron brew or cold water because we crave all those, we crave yeah. the sugar in them just to help the hangover. That one night then transfers into the next day going, oh, yeah. well, you know, it's just it's just this one day, I'll be alright yeah. again tomorrow. And you wake, so Saturday night has now dragged you into Sunday, you wake up, Saturday night's happened, you wake up Sunday feeling like shit, you then eat and drink everything you can on a Sunday just to kind of make yourself feel better. Yep. You then tell yourself, no, nah, no, nah, I'll get back on it Monday. Yeah. You wake up Monday, you step on the scales, you've realised you've put on a couple of pounds and you go, ah, fuck it. Yeah. And you're straight into then making shit choices. Yep. Monday. And, and then, then it's, that, it's that knock-on effect training-wise yeah. as well, because if, you, if you're, if you right, smashing out in the gym during the week, whatever, up till Saturday morning, out Saturday night, as you say, have a few too many on Saturday night, pay the, reap the rewards of that, the mm-hmm. consequences on the Sunday... Go back into the gym on the Monday, you're tired still, you're just full up from all the crap you've eaten the day before, you're lethargic, you're dehydrated, and that's going to affect your training for that day, and that's going to make you feel worse. Yeah. And you're like coming in on your Tuesdays, just like, well, okay, there was a study two steps back all the time. Uh, I think it was back in the Rangers team back in the 90s, they had looked... Managers! When they were half decent. <laughs> <laughs> and the, the Rangers team, they were talking about a couple of players who went out for a baby. Yeah, a couple <laughs> So when I say baby, if there's any American listeners out there, should we have been able to cross the Atlantic just yet? <laughs> that means having, having a good drink. And they went out and celebrated, having a good drink. And then it looked at the performance and it was basically, they were operating at a subpar performance yeah. for 48 to 72 hours after the drink. Mm-hmm. Now, if you've played on a Saturday and then now you've got a game on Tuesday night in Europe, you're still not going to be operating your best ability. Yep. And there's a consequence of their drinking Aye. their actions I, I, as a brief aside I think maybe Rangers should start doing that again because they used to be great when they did that Stevie Gerrard if you're listening get boys doing the pub right <laughs> team that drinks together and all that um, but yeah, yeah so, absolutely and then what happens is Monday night they're going, mm-hmm. again they're looking in the mirror again and this is for guy, guys as well this isn't just women it's Aye. guys going like that oh I feel oh, I, my work clothes feel too tight I can't fit in my, my usual pair of jeans and stuff and we've all been there mm-hmm. and thinking what's the point so straight away they've got that self-pity they've got that feeling crap about themselves and even their own self-image they've got that kind of oh I'm worthless there's no point in doing this well now get into Tuesday and Wednesday and you've only then a couple of days and you think to yourself what's the point Mm. and then it's that kind of and again if you look at mental health across which again that's a whole different podcast topic but the mental health of that is one minute they're feeling great then they feel they've blown it then they're feeling like shit then they've got that kind of self-pity and they're kind of dragging themselves down and then it's kind of, it's that vicious cycle and mm-hmm. it's kind of yo-yo of emotions. And it's, if you're wanting to look at weight loss, look at the behaviours that work, that you can sustain long-term. 
yeah again it comes back to that sustainability factor doesn't yeah. it it's, that's why like again we're going, off on a, we're going to go off on a rant about the diet and industry here um, th- I teach with a lot of people um, who are constantly like again they've got a wedding coming up they're going on holiday and they'll just mm. crash diet or like, I'm on Weight Watchers whatever else and like that's fine and they'll lose the weight and all that and fair play to them but then as soon as that event's done or the holiday's done or whatever you just go back to eating normally yeah. and then your body's going oh amazing I can start eating properly again and then soaks all it's that up and that's why that's why yeah. these companies make money and that's how they work because mm-hmm. they know people are always it's going to come back yeah. and again with the best well in the world I think an element of that's just it's again I could be speaking massively out of turn here this is just my opinion a lot of it just must just be like laziness and lack of willpower it's the easy yeah. option isn't it it's like I could go I could clean up my diet long term in a, in, in a small way even just like I'm going to eat less shit yeah and I'm going to move a bit more and it's going to take me a year and a half to lose all this weight mm-hmm. as opposed to just cutting everything out for like two months or something yeah. and then I'm going to lose a shit ton of weight water weight and then I'll look great for that two weeks that I'm on holiday and then You're I can just do what I, do what I like after that ah, yeah, it's all that, that sort of stuff it's just it's... always like men's health like mm-hmm. women's fitness magazines like six pack abs in six weeks no that's bullshit do you know what I mean it's just like you have to it has to be a long term thing it's otherwise you're just chopping and changing from one thing to the next to the next to the next and again what we spoke about in the previous one it's education we need to educate yeah. people to understand what's right what's wrong but the benefits of it that mm-hmm. you know if you eat good food you wake up you feel good you feel yeah. you don't feel sluggish like if you how many times have you had a big meal and you sit there and you're like oh just what like Look at your typical Christmas day. Mm. Everybody tanks a ton of food in them. Yep. Totally overindulge. And then everybody, it's a race to the big part, the big the corner of the sofa just so they can <laughs> pass out on it. Yeah. Because they've overeaten rather than actually going, I'm just going to be enough and stop there. Yeah. And that's what, I mean, all the meals from, I was in Thailand there, my honeymoon, it was great because mm. you could have a mass, really good feast, good seafood, um, vegetables, just everything was fresh, tasted amazing. Yep. But you didn't feel you felt full but not that stuffed way that you think oh I need to lie down in a dark corner yeah and it's and you feel great you wake up the next day like brilliant your body responds better to it you don't feel as sluggish yep and the the bit that gets me is the fact that people they keep going back and they they say they're going to do it but they don't change anything in their life mm-hmm. in order to make that change happen yeah. what's that old saying that the definition of insanity is oh, doing, the same, doing thing, the same thing expecting, expecting different change, yeah, yeah absolutely and it's take people that go like, oh but um, I never have time to make a, pro- a good breakfast in the morning I always just grab a, like, a cereal a couple of cereal bars and out the door get up earlier get up earlier simple change change of behaviour before yeah overnight oats overnight yeah, oats easy prep it before you go to bed yeah um, I, I, everyone's busy everyone's yeah. busy but it's that way of just not looking for excuses not to do things mm. I mean I'm not, I'm not sitting here like on my high horse thinking that I'm the shit and I, my diet's 100% clean all the time it no. really isn't but I know in myself that if I have to do it for whatever reason then I know how to get to that point mm-hmm. and, and nobody's trying to pretend that eating pizza is going to be like everyone knows eating pizza is more fun than eating like chicken or broccoli or whatever else I mean I, I love steak obviously that's the preferred choice and that's the other thing right? I'm going off on a tangent here <laughs> I don't know I don't know what it's like in the, in the states and other countries and stuff like certainly in Britain <clears throat> Scotland especially you get absolutely shat on by just the food industry by trying to eat better because it's so much easier to go out and buy like multi-packs of pizzas and oh, yeah. crisps and juice and all that because they're dirt cheap and you get all these deals and stuff. You can go to Try and get a two-for-one deal on like good steak or like chicken, decent chicken's expensive as fuck. Yeah. 
It's like you get punished for trying to eat well, do you know what I mean? It's like, nah, go and, you don't want any of that. You want these, like, fucking frozen ready meals. Yeah. I mean, in Thailand, for about three pounds, three, four pounds each, you get a massive meal, chicken, king prawn, beef, hundreds of vegetables. Mm-hmm. It was phenomenal. Tastes amazing. Yeah. Over here, similar meal, you're going to be paying 20, 30 quid. Aye, absolutely. And it's cheaper getting out. But you can go to Farm Foods and buy three 12 inch deep pan pizzas for three pounds. Yeah. And again, people, if they're not getting enough money, they're going to, they're going to pick those up. And again, it's a quick, easy option. Yeah. And we've, we have became a lazy culture of just, well, you can stick that that, that frozen pizza in the oven, ready. Yep. And again, Rather everyone's busy and I totally yeah. understand that, but... I mean, one of the one of the things we've started doing is we prep the chicken. So we buy a big five kilo tub of chicken, worked out roughly how much we need. Say, for example, to myself and Kirsty, we'll split. We'll have roughly about 300 grams Three hundred grams of chicken, roughly, yeah. between us, and I usually a little bit more because I love it, uh, because I'm fat, yes. And but we know that's roughly the right amount of protein based on kind of rough macros what we need yeah, yeah. for for the meal for, for for dinner, and it's simple. And what we've done, we got for fifteen minutes, bought the chicken on a I think it was a Saturday. Mm-hmm. Went up the road, got into the butchers, went up the road, diced the chicken up put some tunes on in the kitchen, spent 15 minutes dicing the chicken up, weighed them into bags, sealed the bags, and in the freezer. Yep. 15 minutes, and that was all the chicken prepared for about a two-week period. Yeah. If we're looking again, positive behaviours, that's a good example. That means your chicken's prepared already. Yeah. It's frozen. All you need to do is take out the freezer the night before, ready for the next night. Yep. <coughs> if you're looking at your breakfast, if you don't want overnight oats, but you want to make it in the morning, mm-hmm. Get up early, set your alarm clock, and get up. Don't leave. Don't have your phone lying next to the side of your bed. Yeah, snooze. 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 So they get to the fourth snooze button. It's really called "Oh shit, I'm late." <laughs> but up, I'm going to be late for run out the door. Yep. If you if you're looking for your lunch and you think, ah, the only places I've got around my work are Pizza Hut, mm-hmm. Burger King, McDonald's. There's nothing for a five mile drive. Yeah. Prepare your lunch. And the good kind of tip is you buy your meat on a weekly or two weekly basis. Mm-hmm. You then buy your fruit and veg, say on a like a Saturday and a Wednesday. You can dice it up in there so it's ready-made tubs and again, you just prepare it so it's quick and easy. Yeah. Um, and again, it's just take a little bit of time. Now, you can look at the whole diet thing in terms of as long as it's in your macros and I'm going to come to that in a wee second but use it as a rough guide. Mm-hmm. People go, oh, but you can't just weigh your food out all the time. No, you, you, don't, you don't need to but no. I know based on how I've, just by doing it once I'm pretty accurate in terms of how I if I dice up enough chicken roughly how much a, a portion is it's just eye- eyeballing it isn't it after yeah. you've done it for a while it's just setting those good habits so that you can then just go alright well do you know what and it's roughly that size yeah. it's the whole like uh, what's it, the size the of the side palm of your yeah. hand and all the rest of it isn't it when I mean, you look at driving a car you look at a parking space you don't get out and measure it <laughs> with a tape measure your car oh nope that's not going to fit ah, you, just you, learn to, you learn to judge by, by eyesight yeah. and it's it's the same for food and you start to gauge it Oh, wait a minute. Are you losing? Are you are you losing weight? No. Mm-hmm. Have you gained weight? No. Right. What you're eating is maintenance. Yeah. Right. Okay. You then learn from. Okay. Maybe I'll reduce a wee bit on here. Mm-hmm. Simple things like there was a girl I knew who was drinking, no joke, five to seven liters of Iron Brew a day. Holy shit. Yeah. I think I could drink five to seven liters of anything, anything. a day. Whiskey. Mm, yeah. I don't know. Maybe once. <laughs> You'd be dead after. <laughs> but, and she spoke to me and said, I, 
I just I, I want to lose weight, and I'm like, what's he? Now her job, her basic, you know, non-exercise activity was just walking about all day mm-hmm. and work. She was really, really active, constantly on her feet, easily hitting. I think she was hitting close to about twenty-two thousand steps a day. Right. Which, that's roughly she's hitting a good number of miles. It's a lot of steps, right? Uh, a lot of basic movement. Yeah, it wasn't going to the gym, but it was manual work she was doing. And then she went to, she's like, oh, but I don't understand her. I'm really active. And But do you think I should go to the gym? And I went, look, you don't need to. It'd be good. But you're active enough. You're lifting, you're twisting, you're yeah. turning, you're bending, you're picking stuff up all day. Mm-hmm. You're active. What you need to do is go look at your diet. And again, breakfast really clean. Yep. Lunch, clean. Dinner, clean. But on paper, our diet looked great. Yeah. Look, curiosity, what are you drinking? <laughs> Now, she'd said water, and I went, right, okay, there's something on it. She went, oh, yeah, I like iron brew. How much? in sugar? About five to seven litres iron brew, and yeah. I was like... I mean, how much sugar is, is that? Like, how much sugar's in a litre of iron brew? <laughs> Fuck done. Yeah, it's frightening. You see some of these pictures, and they've started doing it in schools now. I know. Yeah, I've seen posters in schools, my, and I've been teaching, yeah. My kids have uh, come told me about that, and I was telling them about it. Oh, we've done that. Dad, look. And it shows you the, the bags of sugar next to all the drinks yep. and stuff, and it's, yep. it's an eye-opener. And these kids... Sorry, um, just like, oh, and it, hopefully that starts to educate them at a young level yep. in terms of them making the right choices. Mm-hmm. But this girl was drinking a ton of that, and I went, right, I'm not going to make you go cold turkey because if you just come right off that, you're going to get a massive sugar crash. Aye. So what to do is, how do you drink it? And she went, well, what we'll do is I've got a big bottle, and every time I walk past, pour myself a cup, drink it. And I went, right, okay. And that's about, about two two-litre bottles, or sorry, three two-litre bottles sitting there, yeah, and then I'll drink some in the house at night, right? Yeah. Okay, so you've got three two-litre bottles sitting at your desk at work that you keep walking past. Yeah, right. Have a, have a two-litre bottle of water there and a two-litre bottle of iron brew mm. and alternate between the two. Yep. And straight away, in one week, she halved her intake. Yeah. So she was halving, so basically 21 litres less of iron brew on a weekly basis. <laughs> That's wild. And in the first meeting, she phoned me back up and went, Scott, I've dropped 12 pounds. <laughs> Imagine that. Now, yeah, that's not 12 pounds of fat. There's going to be some fat and some water weight as well, yeah. but it's the sugar retention, everything. And, this, and she went, well, how do you feel? And she went, I'm sleeping better. Yeah. I feel great. I'm not feeling sluggish. That amount of sugar, man, you'd be wild all the yeah. time. Try to get you to sleep like that. Then that's going to make you tired the next day, isn't it? If you're yeah, like asleep. When you're tired, you're going to drink what's more sugar the consequence? And, stuff. Like, and again, your brain, your brain's not daft. The body knows sugar's going to give you that quick hit mm-hmm. um, Jerry done a cool um, nutrition seminar on this talking about it about uh-huh. how don't go shopping when you're hungry because you're looking at you're, <laughs> you're going to make the, you're going to make the consequence of going shopping straight after the gym as your body's craving food yeah. so what are you going to do buy steak buy steak and a big box of donuts <laughs> or cakes and every, everybody makes the wrong choice when yeah, you yeah. Never, never go shopping when you're hungry because you're going to buy what you crave rather than buy what you should be yeah. I tend to just buy more of anything <laughs> yeah it's not too bad. I've done, I've done like with the exception of when I'm chaining you and eat donuts afterwards. <laughs> I don't like to sleep that much of that kind of stuff. If I'm just down the shops, I'll invariably just buy like that situation. If I go shopping and I'm hungry, I will just buy like loads of meat. Yeah. And then get shouted that for spending a fortune and fell at stake. My dad's not um, But yeah, I just it's just it's, and it's that knock on. It's that it's a, there's one behaviour's one thing, but it's a consequence mm-hmm. of that. You don't just think, oh, it's just it's that knock on effect and the yeah. kind of compound effect of it just building up over time and. When I say that girl, I was like, oh, just by cutting it. I mean, I'm still, I'm still eating the same. I'm still getting, I'm still drinking my own brew because I love it. It's yeah. last my one. I don't drink alcohol. I don't eat chocolate, mm-hmm. but I love my own brew. Yeah. And I just gradually 
cut back on it. Well, again, that's that sustainability thing, isn't yeah. it? You've not said you need to stop drinking iron brew altogether because yeah. that's not going to happen. You're mm. maybe going to do that for a few days and then she's just going to crave it and jump back on it. Yeah. But and just by, as you say, alternating it, halving it, then it makes it much more sustainable long term. Yeah. You're not just, as soon as you start denying things, that's when you're going to start craving it, yeah. more, isn't it? It's, it seems. If you look at Lent every year, what Aye. do people do? They post it on Facebook. That's it, I'm giving up chocolate or wine. <laughs> and there's people talking about dry January and they're actually putting up a chart of how many days until they can have a glass of wine. <laughs> they're looking at how many days until I can have a bar of chocolate. So what yeah, they're doing yeah. is, they're not giving it up, they're just kind of abstaining from having it for the next four weeks. Aye, and then they'll smash and then a shit just ton of it the minute that yeah. day comes around. So, but again, that's that. If you say they're giving up, then consequently they crave it. Mm-hmm. Whereas if you reword it or kind of reprogram your brain to think differently rather than oh I'm going to give this up and feel terrible uh, you know, I'm going to give this up and crave it what if you say right you're going to stop having this because you're going to move towards being healthier yeah. you're going to move towards feeling better yep. performing better mm-hmm. sleeping better take IBS that's how I made I think most of mainly women you hear about it. I know there's some guys talking about it mainly women that and again I'm experienced a PT that's spoken about it that all of a sudden, oh, I feel better now. Oh, my IBS is kind of calmed down. Right. And there's so many health benefits to cutting the sugar out of your diet or yep. reducing it. Yeah. Rather than cutting out completely. If you yep. can cut it out, great. But if not, just reduce it and you'll see the benefits. And it's Aye. too many folk. If you say, give it up. Oh, I'm craving it. I want this. I'm going to. Yeah. Rather than just going, you know what? You're going to, you're going to be moving towards being a healthier body. Long term. Like, how many people are going slightly off track here? How many people like to drink a glass of wine every night or go out? Baby at the weekend, mm-hmm. or even more so, smoke, right? Then they fall pregnant. And all of a sudden, it's. If you ask them any other time in their life, would you give up smoking? Nah, maybe, aye. Yeah. We're not really doing But all of a sudden, they've got a baby. And there's Tommy. They've just done their first scan, maybe 8 to 12 weeks pregnant, and they're thinking, I'm going to stop smoking. So they fucking should. Yeah. So, what are they doing? They've given up because they're making a healthy choice. For the baby. Hopefully. Hopefully, yeah. They a healthy choice for their baby. Aye. So it's not, I'm giving up, it's, I'm doing the right thing by So it's a yeah. total different mind shift, and that's mm-hmm. why more women are successful at giving up smoking when they fall pregnant than they are at any other time in their life. Yeah. And it's looking at that kind of behaviour of how they approach it, rather than being, you're giving up and being without that, you're doing a healthier thing. Aye, it's, it's just shifting that mindset from, I'm denying myself something that I really enjoy, to, I'm going to limit this. For a better purpose. Yeah, I'm gaining health. For the greater good. Yeah, I'm g- you're, you're gaining health. <laughs> I, that, yeah, this is it. That's you're it. making yourself think a better, healthier individual. Mm-hmm. Um, and again, it's, just, it's, it's the little choices, isn't it? Instead of just going, I'm going to cut this, I'm going to cut this, I'm going to cut this. It's like, yeah. just limit it a bit, move about a bit more. Yeah. That's, that's it. And that's Baby what, steps. Nobody's going to go from like being morbidly obese to like a, an Instagram fitness model in a month, regardless of what any health magazines tell you. Brian Plus, Mike. Brian Mike. <laughs> Brian's a ginger Adonis, that's why. <laughs> but it's just going like going back to what I was saying earlier it's just a long term thing isn't it good point isn't it? the gingerbread man <laughs> <laughs> Brian Brian with his beach body we'll, we'll, we'll post a picture on our Instagram page just to make you understand <laughs> what Brian looks like <laughs> we need to draw a little ginger penis on it <laughs> I don't that's my kids gingerbread man leave it alone um, I forgot what I was talking about ah, it, just, it goes back to that long term sustainability yeah. thing you just need to do little things every day that's going to improve you long term and if that takes a year or two years or ten years who gives a fuck yeah. you've still made that it's a lifetime journey yeah. it's, is, not yeah, just it's not your health fix. your health isn't just for the next six weeks yeah 
And in that I was saying if if you don't make time, if you don't actively make time for your own health and well being now, yeah, you're gonna be forced to pay for it later. Ah, absolutely. And it's trying to get that mindset of be healthy. It's it's going. To, what's the? It's not just you're like you say you're starving yourself or being mm-hmm. without. It's, you know if you if you feel better, you move better, you can carry on with your kids, you can have a laugh, you can yep. visit, see your friends, you can. There's nothing worse than how many people do you know that get to an old age and then they go like that. Quality of life's piss. Yeah. It's piss poor because they can't wipe their own backside, yep. they can't move, they can't walk, they can't even tie their own shoelaces because they, they've not got the mobility to reach their own feet. Mm-hmm. Just because they're that stiff and their body's in that bad a condition, that's not, you don't want to live like that. Yeah, I'm not saying anything, I probably couldn't reach my own feet just now after three sessions. <laughs> that's a good session though. Um, <laughs> but, but it, it, aye, I, 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 talk, I talk about the same sort of thing when I'm teaching as well with kids. It's like, it's just about trying to improve yourself a little bit every day. Because you're not going to go from like zero to a hundred instantly. One percent. Every time you, every time like drumming wise, every time I sit down and practice, I want to be that one percent better than yeah. I was when I sat down. And if everyone does that and improve yourself, that's one percent every day. That well, it's all adding up, isn't yeah. it? Well, you Over think a long term, yeah, yeah. It makes a huge difference. In but it's just it's it's the willpower and the discipline, and just the the, the mindset to do that, to get yeah. into habits of doing that. I think unfortunately this could, this could be another topic for another day I know we've got a lot to talk about <laughs> the, if you look at Instagram if you look at every fitness magazine every female magazine mm-hmm. the kind of subconscious message they're sending out is you're shit you're fat you're ugly and you're not worth it you're not good enough and all the women look at it and go oh I want to look like her but in fact they've been photoshopped <laughs> and they've taken four hours to yeah. get that exact picture yeah. right and deleted it's the other cellulite. 500 all women have got cellulite all the ones that don't want it's pictures where they've got like, photoshopped yeah. fuck it it's like all women out there you're all beautiful all the men you're all cool yeah. that's fine everybody's different that's cool but there's all the whole industry shaming them to feel shit about themselves because yep. you know what if they feel sh- if they all felt good they wouldn't buy the product. <laughs> Nobody'd make any money. No. Yeah, Weight Watchers and I mean, all these slimming know, people who go out of business. We went live this morning. It's now, what time is it? I'm up for quarter to four. Oh, shit, I need to go get my kids in a minute. So we've been, we've, been, we've been live. We've been out there. Yep. In the podcast world now <clears throat> since six o'clock this morning. Yep. We've not had a phone call or an email to say we're getting sued. So <laughs> <laughs> that's not that's a good a start. start, isn't it? I might change that in the next minute because cool. I can't remember if it was Weight Watchers, that knock at the door. <laughs> if it was Weight Watchers or Slimming World. But about a year or so ago, they posted up a picture saying, an avocado is worse and it's more calories, sorry, it's worse and more calories than a bottle of Strongbow mixed fruits. Right. Now, yeah, the cold hard fact is it, it does have more calories. Yep. But that's not the message we're putting out there. They nah. basically, everybody took that as Strongbow's better for you. Yeah. Bollocks. That, I mean... And that's just... With the best will in the world, though, you got to be a special kind of idiot to think Strongbow's better for you than an avocado. <laughs> Do you mean? So <laughs> it's just like, nah, come on now. I get I get what they're saying, calorie-wise, yeah, there's probably more calories than avocado, but come on, you fuck. <laughs> if you genuinely think drinking Strongbow's better than eating an avocado, you've got bigger yeah, issues with your weight. The problem thing is when you explain things like that, You've got to be careful because if you sugarcoat it, the chances that they're going to eat it. <laughs> right. We may have to edit that. Right? 
kind of barely said that. Oh, classic but, McLaughlin pun there. Well played. The problem is that they, they don't want to be educated. They don't want to listen in it. It's not through their own choice. It's just the way they've been brought up. It's the a media, quick fix though, isn't it? Yeah, it's a quick fix. The media's told them, oh, and they go into these, these things. I mean, my wife before, I mean, we, we nearly never get married last year, so the simple fact that... You're a cock. <laughs> besides that fact, <laughs> that last year, in the January, we get married in September, so in the January she turns around and says, yeah, um, don't fall out with me. I went, well, she went, I've signed up for Slimming World with my mum. I'm like, sorry, what? Married to a PT. So you're, you're married to a personal trainer <laughs> and you're going to Slimming World. Yeah. It's just so I've got a wee bit of accountability. Right, right, cool. Okay, right, fair. I get that. Yep. Some for your mum, I get that. I, mm-hmm. I respected it. She went, it's just that there's something there. And a couple of weeks later, she's doing well. I thought she looked beautiful before. Mm-hmm. She does. Let's go there. Girl. So very, very beautiful. And apart from she's got a twelve-inch serrated blade in her hand, in I which case she's slightly terrifying. I just held twelve-inch and put the fear. Nah, Kirsty's cool. And she was beautiful before. She was beautiful afterwards. She would come back a few weeks later. She came to the gym one night and done a couple of training sessions with yep. us, and then she went to her way in, and she'd gained a pound, and she came home. <laughs> this guy the slimming world guy had turned around and told her yes because you put on weight because you exercised Motherfucker. now these people are putting in a position what? of trust Yeah. so you go thinking I need to lose weight I'm <clears> doing <throat> that. I want to learn how to play drums yep. I'm going to come to you as a drum instructor I'm putting my trust in you as a drum instructor to teach me drum you go to a doctor to get an illness diagnosed you're putting your trust in them yeah. these people go to the slimming world put their trust in this guy to give them the correct information the guy told them that yeah you're carrying weight because you've put on extra weight because you've, your body's produced lactic acid and that's making you weigh heavier <laughs> now lactic acid leaves the body correct me if I'm wrong but it's within a minute or two minutes of exercise it's, it's flushed back out of the system you are correct so it's it's not as if, oh, I've just done a heavy set of squats today. Oh, my God. I've put on 17 pounds of lactic yeah. acid. And she came up the road going, yeah, I mean... And I was getting ready for getting my car and going to see the guy. Absolutely, that's shocking. And she's like, don't you dare. I'll be mortified. And I'm like, I'm going. <laughs> 45 so, minute later, yeah. later. So, but the problem is, there's people out there that will blindly follow these people. And mm-hmm. there's how many... You think, if there's a class of maybe 50 people that have walked out, if you take even 10%, five people, have walked Thanks. out thinking, oh, exercise is bad for me because that's going to put on weight. Oh, yeah. They look at a number on the scales, they don't realise the difference between that a pound of muscle, a pound of fat, mm-hmm. still weighs a pound. Yep. The number on the scale doesn't say, Colin, you weigh 85 kilos, so much of this is muscle, so much of that is fat, but you've actually dropped, it doesn't tell you the number of inches and how you feel in your own body. Yeah. And it's it's putting out such a bad message. And Absolutely. This guy Slim Slum was an absolute rocket. In the slumming world, if you want to come after me, I'm happy to sit down and have that Bring discussion. It on, it's that people, how many people left there thinking that? And if that's yeah. his reach on one class and he's mm-hmm. maybe doing two or three a week, 52 weeks a year, Aye. people desperate for that quick fix. Mm-hmm. And the thing is, they want to get educated. What do they do? They go to school, primary one to primary seven. Then they go into high school, another six years. Then they go to university. So in order to get their degree for a job, They've spent 10, 12, 13, 14 years getting educated. Mm-hmm. But yet, to lose weight, they want the result in a yeah. day. Yeah. 
They step, they eat a leaf, a, a bit of lettuce, they step on the scales the next morning and go, why have I not lost half my body weight? Aye. Because they approach it with a totally different behaviour weight loss. They want this quick fix and again, that's what all the magazines are producing and tell them to go for. Yeah. But if you just think, long term, over, it's, if you lose half a pound a week over the course of a year, it's 26 pounds. Mm-hmm. Amazing, brilliant. And if you're doing it in a sustainable way, you can still go out with your friends, you're not having to live like a monk in yep. a monastery being miserable I'm not saying monks in monasteries are miserable I'm sure happy people yeah but just do it in a sustainable way that you can still enjoy your life you yep. can still have a bit of cake with your kid on their birthday you Absolutely. can still have a glass of wine with your husband or your wife or mm-hmm. your partner at the weekend celebrate birthdays or whatever but just look at your behaviours what do you do that's causing you to self-sabotage yeah. if you know that all your friends are going to come over on a Saturday night and you're going to drink a shit ton of booze but you know the consequence of that is that you're going to eat loads of crap food the next day in the house. Yep. Don't have any crap food in the house. Yeah. Have good options. Here's the real thing, right? I don't have any issue with people doing that, right? I mean, mm. I, as I say, my diet's not the best, right? But see if you're going to do that and you're going to drink a lot or you're going to eat a lot, don't fucking moan about it. Yeah. Right? Just accept the consequences of it. Don't be a fucking child and go, it's not fair, I'm so fat. Mm. It's like, just either just do it or don't do it man do you know what I mean and again it's one of the kind of old saying I've always kind of stuck by is don't be disappointed with the results that you didn't work for yeah <laughs> Ooh, that's a thinker it's yeah no, how I many people absolutely. Like, loads, of, loads of folk that I've taught for uh, competing different sports over the years and you know, we do a competition and they're like oh, I'm disappointed with my results and I went but truthfully why are you disappointed well I didn't get the result I wanted and I went well, what result? Oh, I wanted say 100 reps or I wanted a sub 45 minutes from a 10k right fine what did you do to achieve that result mm-hmm. and the moment they actually admit oh, I never really done anything so, so why are you disappointed Aye. why when you look at your bank account are you disappointed that you've not got a million pounds in it yes well obviously yeah but <laughs> on the grand scheme, no you're not disappointed because did you ever save any money no yeah so look at your behaviours th- plan ahead and just spend a bit of time thinking well what I'm going to do what are the consequences mm-hmm. What are the consequences of me doing A and how long is that going to last for? And does that have a positive or negative? Look at it from a positive approach that you're thinking, these things, these actions here that I'm going to put into play are going to work. Even basic thing like, rather than try to change your whole lifestyle in a month, do you drink enough water? Do you drink two to three litres of water per day? Mm-hmm. If the answer is no, start with that. Just build that one behaviour in your lifestyle yep. and do that for a month. Just that. See what happens. And just... Even if a calendar, every day you you hit that, put that tick in the calendar, and at the end of the month you see a stack of ticks, and you think, and it's that kind of positive re. Yeah, we talked about this before. Yeah, it's just seeing it on paper. Positive like, reinforcement. Cool. I've, I've done, done this. that. Yeah. I've, I've improved here. This mm-hmm. is great. So many people when they do their training, we spoke about it last week. They go, yeah. oh, I don't feel. But look at the diary, and then you can mm-hmm. go back to, oh, I mean, I've achieved that. Yep. Oh, oh, I didn't think I'd improved. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You put on, you put on an extra forty kilos on your back squat. Oh, brilliant. And they don't see. Because you're not going to get better at anything every every week, week on week. Yeah. But again, it's that long term attitude, isn't yeah. it? And if that if that applies to your diet, yes, you're going to have days or weeks where you fall off it a bit and you eat more pizza or you have a few glasses of wine or whatever. Mm-hmm. But if you're cutting it down long term over a year, you're going to see the result. Yeah, and I think really just to kind of wrap up and finish. So your daughter's not standing <laughs> so in school on her own. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> to wrap up, I think the the best way to look at it is. Analyse your own behaviours. Do they have a positive or negative impact on your life and on, on your goals? If you're, if you're happy putting on weight, that's fine. Mm-hmm. But on. if you're wanting to achieve a certain target of anything, 
in your behaviour is it positive or uh, negative if it's positive great crack on keep doing what you're doing mm-hmm. you're going to achieve your goal if it's negative look at ways to try and eradicate it look yeah. at ways to try and change it to a positive mm-hmm. and just make those small changes make one small change for a month mm-hmm. and then the next month once you've got that and it becomes habit that take your drinking two to three liters of water that, once you can do that and you're not even thinking about it you're not going oh I need to drink I need to remember to drink once you're doing that as a kind of almost kind of on a habitual basis take your next thing add that in again yep. it's that one percent approach mm-hmm. too many people jump in with too many things at once totally overwhelmed yep. it's like juggling balls you try to is <laughs> it not testicles but general balls but if you try to juggle them you hand somebody 50 balls when they're learning <laughs> Colin when you're learning to juggle you don't Dude, get, I saw that in a film once you don't get a <laughs> you don't get handed a stack of 50 balls and go juggle you learn yeah one or two balls once you do that you add, an, balls. you add in an extra ball until you can handle the adequate amount and it's looking at that <laughs> so start oh, with small balls small balls start with small goals achieve it on a regular basis get that positive reinforcement yep. and go from there sound advice Mr McLaughlin have less balls Hey, <laughs> uh, <laughs> right, good so uh, if anyone's got any questions or things they want us to ramble shite about for 30 to 45 minutes feel free to get in touch where? Yeah. We've got, we're on Castbox so you can drop his messages there awesome. so feel free to rate us 5 stars if we're awesome if we're shite, still rate five still stars. Five stars for being shite. We'll find out. It's always about being positive. Absolutely, positive <laughs> reinforcement. Exactly. Reinforce it's our podcast. All about. They've got the review there, so love the wee review. Any mm-hmm. questions, you can ping us an email at gainsandpainsg52 at gmail dot com. Yes. You can get Colin at at drummerchimp on the Instagrams. Uh, myself on Instagrams. You've got me Instagrams. Instagram, whatever, unless they're bleeding. Instagram is Scott McLaughlin Performance Training, and you can also get it over at Just Train as well and yeah. Gains and Pains. Good times. Yeah. Right. Next time. Next time, Wait episode us. four. If MDs get any birthday ideas, presents for birthday presents for the twenty sixth of March would be awesome. Yes, it would. It's my fortieth. FYI, big gifts, please. That'd be lovely. I'm nice only thirty eight, so just slightly smaller gift, but still. If anybody's got any questions or any topics that you'd like us to discuss, yep. discuss, discuss, money sincerely. On that note, right? See if we do have any kind of like non West of Scotland listeners. I think we should tone down any accents because I mean nobody's going to understand us, are they? Unless we do the old Gerard Butler. Hi, I'm Gerard Butler. Butler. I'm from Paisley. Are you fucked? I'm a dick. I'm from Paisley. <laughs> I don't sound like Gerard Butler. Don't sound like a dick. That's still a dick. Yeah, if there's any anybody from outside the west of Scotland that can't understand us, <laughs> let, us, let know. us know and we'll provide subtitles. <laughs> okay. Cool, let's do it. I need to go and pick up my child. Laters, people. Bye, guys. Bye-bye.